Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That is correct. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, boy. Ed. What's that? I got a feeling. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Something good's about to happen. Yes, I can feel it as well. Something good's about to happen with Donna Calloway. When you catch yourself believing disempowering things about yourself, simply affirm, something good's about to happen. It instantly gets you tuned back into the truth that there is no order of difficulty in miracles. To God, all things are possible. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to encourage themselves with simple, affirmative statements. And during the second segment, military-grade chaplain Donna Calloway keeps us keeping on with today's daily word, unlimited. Yes. Oh, boy. Now, are we going to go right into these three breaths? Since this is really a simple, affirmative statement that helped you. Yeah, didn't you have a quote from Buddha that you wanted to get off your chest? (laughs) Buddha said... I like my good in plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is really, it is, though, about realizing that we are sort of our birthright. We're heirs to good and plenty, the good and the plenty. And our mind can forget that often. And we can get on this fear-based thinking, the scarcity, this lack type of thinking. And it's a totally different frequency than where our good comes from. Well, yes. And a simple way to think about it in terms of faith and fear is uh, two definitions that I really enjoy that make sense to me. Right. And one is faith has been defined as joyful expectancy. Joyful expectancy, yes. And always believing and having hope that God's good is going to take care of us. Yes. We may not know how. No. But as long as we keep hopeful and faithful, right? you know, the, the solution will appear. Yes. The other one is fear. So if faith is joyful expectancy, then really fear, I'm turning into a different frequency, which is morbid expectancy. Right. And instead of making up 
um, images or stories of right. positive outcomes, right. I'm imagining the worst. Right. And then I'm starting to worry about how am I going to overcome these fictitious right. things that I'm making up, these fictitious, scary outcomes. Right. I start preparing to overcome things, nightmares that I'm creating myself. Like you said, right before we started taping, while we were outside. Right. That we can't, the, the key, like Ed and I were saying out there, when we go through these, we both agree, thank God, at least we know not to act, start acting from that place when we start having these morbid expectancy nightmares, yes. these yes. fearful nightmares. Right. Now, in fact, and I thought you were going to say another one, which is confidence means with faith. Yes, it does. So, and uh, one of the questions we got to ask yourself is, what are we putting our faith in? Because there can be a yes. very shallow confidence that comes from putting faith in my own will. I'm going to get it done, you know. Oh, or there's that's a, the worst. A deeper faith. I also thought you might mention that the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Right. When we put our faith in that adrenaline that comes from the fear, then. We we'll, we're going to end up later realizing that the fear, no matter how real it seems, yes, it was in our head, and um, so it's better to treat the concern, which is what our show is about, that we have, right. rather than trying to rush out and treat the fearful condition, what we think is going on around us, treat the concern. And the way to treat the concern is to remember that the captain is on the bridge, that God is taking care of things. That's the only way I've found to effectively treat my concerns is to realize that it's a principle that life is always flowing into yes. a positive, in a positive direction. We get to choose whether or not we cooperate with that, but the flow of life is always moving in a positive direction. Well, and that's why when we say affirmative things to ourselves or right. affirmative prayers, we're right. not trying to convince ourselves that of something that isn't true. Right. We're trying to snap ourselves out of the hypnosis of fear. Yes. So we can get back in agreement with what is true. Right. In spite of what things appear to be. That's right. We're going to snap ourselves back in tune with God, the higher frequency. Yeah, we have great stories about that. And, and one of the things that helped me, because I'm in a new job at a new school, same district, but in a brand new school in a new position. And, uh, it's been digging up all kinds of, because this is the thing, the, the fears come from our subconscious mind. Yes. There's like a nightmare machine within me that to this morning that was like projecting these nightmares about people judging me, about I'm not doing enough, that people are already, like I couldn't even barely breathe because as soon as I'd get one idea, another part of me, that, that fearful part would say, well, what's the use of doing that? We already haven't done this. And it's, it's imagining all these people fearing, uh, I mean, judging me yes. and disapproving of me and all this stuff. And so um, I picked up our friend's book. Uh, Ann Sermons Gillis was on our show recently, and she has a book. She has this whole philosophy called the Easyosophy, right. and that's the name of the book, Easyosophy. We've got to put it on our uh, reading list, if you which, need to, a, which yeah, means taking the way of ease. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the law of least resistance. That's right. That's right. And it's not always doesn't always seem easy in the moment because in order to do that, we have to treat our minds. We have to yes. treat the fears, doubts, and worries that come up in our mind. That's what you might call like, the. That's what Joel Osteen would call the. The what is it called? The that? accuser. That's when the accuser <laughs> comes. They're like those devilish thoughts inside us that would that would have us believe that we are alone, that we're not good enough, that. It's impossible. What's the use? All of those type of thoughts. So um, the thing is, when we get on the frequency of God, of this, our good, that come, the kingdom of God that exists within us, when we get on the frequency of that, if we feel joy. 
First, and we feel confident. Yeah, that's right. We might. We feel confident. We're not just thinking confident. Yeah, and we know where it's like. It's beyond the rational mind. It's a knowing of who we really are and what's true. So I used uh, this little song from um, the book Easyosophy by Ann Sermons Gillis this morning. Well, wait. And the reason why these three breaths, if you're a regular listener, you probably a regular listener to our show. You probably are well aware that most of our three breaths are very silly. And there's a reason for that. Because these silly thoughts seem to sneak, slip right past that, yes. that, that reasoning, that critical part of our mind that's looking for right. difficult solutions. However, right, right. these silly ideas or these silly aff- affirmative words, they actually slip right by, dial our subconscious back into a faithful frequency, right. and we start feeling better. And we start feeling hopeful. That's right. And everything then in our circumstances starts to, and we got an amazing story that just happened right before this show. Yes. Our circumstances start reflecting that belief back to us. That's right. That's right. Exactly. When we change our thinking, everything that we're thinking about changes, everything we're experiencing, <laughs> it starts to really get better. Yes. Better, better, better. And, uh, you know, the, the, Jesus said we got to be like a child to enter the kingdom. And, you know, children... When they're feeling loved and healthy and happy, and even sometimes when they're not, they just naturally express their love and joy. Uh, Sister Yvonne or Sister the Laughing Nun over at the Pauline Books and Media was just, I just had this most amazing, inspired discussion with her about this very thing yesterday where she was talking about when she hugs a child, there's just pure love. It's like they're not worrying, how's this going to look? Uh, how do you look? Or how like, long should I? You? How long should I stay hugging? Right, but it's just a pure yes. expression of their divinity, and so it's unlimited. It's it, an unlimited yes. flow of love from them. Yeah, it's an unlimited, limitless flow of love. Wow, Sister Rose! Oh my goodness, we did into the Facebook wait. Live, and I was just mentioning. Pauline Books and Media, where I was talking to Sister Yvonne yesterday. Can you believe we got a lot of coincidences today? Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, so this is a simple, okay. joyful song taken out of the book Easyosophy by Ann Sermons Gillis. And so the, tune, the tune may be familiar. Yeah, so let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Uh, joy, joy, joy for me. Life can be a breeze. Ah. Uh, Joy, joy, joy for me. Life can be a breeze. Ah. Joy, joy, joy for me. Life, life can be a breeze. Ah. The angels. You I know, think uh, I think Jeff just cuts the angels in, and we cut out anyway. When I was listening the other day, that's what I surmised. But well, the the end of that was merrily, 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 merrily. merrily. Life is full of ease. Yes. Ah, Barbara Gallagher Weatherman has joined us on Facebook Live, and Sue Hodgson. Thank you for dropping in. We love you. Um, yeah. To any listeners on the podcast, Facebook Live Thursdays. Right now, we've been doing it at four p.m. Oh. Pacific time. You can on the the funniest thing. Fan page, funniest thing with Daryl Nett on Facebook. You can watch the first segment being filmed, so it's always fun. Are you ready, Ed, for a reading? 
Yeah, we got some great readings and we got uh, some great stories. Amazing stories. Yeah, they're all woven okay. together. Go ahead. Especially that one that happened right like today. Yeah, I know. It that came right on the that, heels of my whole situation yes. turning around. Okay, so this is from this is one of the books we read from. And like we've mentioned before on our podcast, um, everything we read from on the show, you could find on our website. Now, we don't make any money off any of these books or the sales of these books. But on our reading list, we make it easy for you to find the books that we read. Because we just like to share where we get this stuff. Yeah, and you can add it to your morning routine of uh, inspired reading, meditation, and affirmative prayer. Because by taking some time, uh, it doesn't take much time in the morning to connect directly with who you really are, with God within. It makes it so much easier to stay tuned to this frequency of love and joy and faith that we're talking about. So in one of the books, the book I'm going to read from now, Deep Breath of Life, it's by Alan Cohen, Daily Inspiration for Heart-Centered Living. Cohen was on our show once. Yes, he was. And the title of this one is from August 21st. It's Out of the Fishbowl. And he gives the example how if you have goldfish in a bowl and you want to clean their little bowl and you fill your tub with water right. and then you put the fish in the tub while you're cleaning the bowl, right. you'll notice that the goldfish will continue to swim in a small little area the same size as the fishbowl they were right. in, even though now they're in a giant tub of water. So he goes on to compare that to how we live with our thinking. Right, right. And he says, the laws and limits of the world exist by agreement only. When we release small thinking, we inherit the kingdom founded on the laws of love. Which laws do you choose to agree with? Jesus challenged us. Choose this day whom you will serve. The world you live in will be as grand as the thoughts upon which you found it. And then the affirmation is, let me not rest content with a life less than the one you offer me. I pray to live in the grandest universe possible. I move beyond my past and claim a glorious future. I manifest magnificent results because I think unlimited thoughts. Now, last week's episode, if you're a listener, the show title is Free to Be Me. Right. And I mentioned this, the story of, uh, I misquoted myself. I said Plato with the slave boy. It was actually Plato's account of Socrates with the slave boy. And the story is Socrates set to prove to his friend, that an ordinary slave boy can understand complicated geometry. Right. And the key was two things we learned from this story. One is the teacher's belief about the student. Right. How we How we see others and believe about others, they rise or fall to how they're treated from our belief. Right. And Ed knows this firsthand from working with students. Yes. The other thing in the story... And the key part is where we get the word education. The root of the word education is from educari, which is Latin. And it means to draw out or to lead out. So Socrates' theory was that we have the inherent unlimited knowledge that we possess within ourselves, just like all these readings. The kingdom is within, grander than we can imagine, and we set the limits. But if we're asked the right questions from someone who believes in us or we believe in ourselves, right. well, then 
we'll surprise ourselves right. and surprise the audience and others yes. with our talents and abilities. Right. Right. That's exactly what uh, Sister Yvonne was talking to me about. It was amazing because I just decided to leave my school yesterday and walk over to the nun's bookstore because I knew I needed to get back on the frequency of love and faith and inspiration and out of my nightmare. And that was one of the things that we both agreed on. And she was just like glowing. And I was sitting in a chair and she was joy just reminding me of exactly what I needed to hear, which is every person has the kingdom of heaven within them. And if they tap into that, they will end up and trust what they're interested in and what they're good at and what they have joy in. Then they will end up in the right place. Yes, and, yes. And they will do well at it because they'll be so inspired and motivated and have so much interest in it. That will that will be the inspiration yes. if their challenges arise. It'll It'll be fun in a way it'll be of like loving curiosity figuring yes. things out you know but coming from a place of faith because they know it's coming from within themselves were you going to read a new day or did you already read no that? but you know what uh, well new day doesn't seem as uh valuable as this quote of yeah. what you just said which is success what you just said sums up albert schweitzer's quote which is success is not the key to happiness happiness right. is the key to success so if we're being true to ourselves, we're naturally happy. Right. And we're doing the things we're interested in, the things we love. Yeah. We're naturally going to we're naturally going to excel at those things. Right. It's only when we start telling ourselves, "Oh, what are other people going to think about me doing this?" Right. Or how's right. this going to look? Well, yeah. Or I'm not I'm not smart. I don't have the credentials for this. Well, it also comes when we think that, "Oh, if I do that, it'll be safe. I don't that'll you know, be uh, you know, forget what I'm interested in. Let me yes. get this degree, and I'll have this safe job, and I'll be yes. safe, safe, safe. And but if it's not really tapping into our joy, that's the other thing. When people get involved in things that they're not really inspired to do, it kind of makes it harder for the people who are inspired to be there because it's two different motivations for being there. One is about giving and sharing and the process and being inspired by miracles, and the other is just like playing it safe and about getting. That never does the trick. You know what? Why don't you read Cuffrell and we could tell that story? Because this is way more powerful than that other reading I thought. What was it about? Do you know? <laughs> you know us. Yeah, I knew what it meant earlier, but now I'm not sure. What's the, let's read the last line of that. What does it say? Oh, okay. Or maybe you want to read the whole thing if it looks good. Mm, just maybe the end? Yeah, I think we can just... Uh, what does it say here? Can you find anything in there that we love? Oh, yeah. The thought for the day is all we really need. Today will be a good day if I try to align my will with God's. And that is sometimes the most tricky thing yes. to do because the voices of fear in our own head are encouraging us, encouraging me today, let me just say that, to buckle down. You don't have time to take care of your own head. you got a job to do. They're all looking at you. It's already too late. You should have already done this. And in those moments, to find the wherewithal, to take a yes walk, as Daryl calls it, put one foot in front of the other. Every time your left foot hits the ground, say yes. Take an affirmative walk to believe that getting back into the flow of God is more important than putting out these imaginary fires. Well, can yes. be, that can be the challenge. Because then when we do that, all those imaginary fires seem to have taken care of themselves yes. by the time I settle back in. But if we're willing to put our faith in God and, and dump our fears, yes. cast our burden on the Lord, if you will, the law of ever-increasing good, Mary Cupferly and God Will See You Through has a, a chapter called God's Law of Adjustment. She this says, is my favorite one in this book. Yeah. Is, well, that's funny because almost everyone I read is my <laughs> Well, this is one. my favorite one today. Yes, I'm with you. Are you in the midst of a change in your work, home life, or environment? Are you facing a period of adjustment regardless of the nature of the challenge, be it mental, emotional, or physical? God's law of perfect, perfect adjustment will carry you through easily and harmoniously. Remind yourself often, God's law of perfect adjustment 
is now making every change smooth, easy, and harmonious. There's no conflict, no resistance. My whole being is in agreement with God. His goodness makes all adjustment of mind, body, and affairs orderly and perfect. Know that you are now moving through each change in the absolute assurance that every adjustment is God-directed, God-eased, and God-fulfilled. Accept this truth quietly and faithfully many times during the day. Repeat this statement to yourself silently and aloud, saying God's law of perfect adjustment now makes every change smooth, easy, harmonious, and perfect. No change, adjustment, action, or reaction is intended to be harsh, strained, or difficult. Uh There's no necessity for trying mental, emotional, or physical reactions in response to outer moves and changes. That's key. God's law of adjustment stands ready to bless, regulate, balance, and maintain every phase of your being. And we'll get to this story real quick. Let me just set it up because I told you I was like so, so much loud voices of of like uh, self-judgment and things were going in my head the last couple of days. I got to work. I did a great morning routine. I got there and there, there was that voice again and I was like, wow. It was definitely devil's last ditch, as Emmett Fox calls it. I was like, it feels like I'm going in reverse, but it's really all those old toxins are being pushed out because something new and wonderful is trying to happen. Out of our subconscious. Right. So I called Daryl. I left my classroom. Instead of just rushing in to try to do something to make it look like I was getting something done, I called Daryl to get it because we're doing the show. I'm like, I got to get on this frequency of ease and joy. I I read Ann Sermon's Gillis. Then I did – I think I did – what did I – oh, I think – I did one thing inspired after I talked to you. And then, this is a leap of faith. I just opened the gate. I walked back to the nuns, same like yesterday. Yes. Saw Sister Yvonne again. Went into the chapel. And I, I didn't leave until I just breathed. And uh-huh. all of me is going, how can you be here? What are you, crazy? We but, got things to do. But I'm like, no, I know if I act out of that fear, I'm going to have to undo a lot of the very things I do. Yes. You know, out of fear. I'm yes. going to have to redo them or undo them or it's not going to be a good choice. Well, Florence Scovelshin says the best line, it's lodged in my head, thank God, that any action taken out of fear carries the seed of its own destruction. Yeah, amazing. So then I went to back to school after, I mean, I was there for about 40 minutes and I let go of all these. I, all of a sudden I found like a little room inside myself where I thought I was a victim and all these people were being victimized by me, not doing my work and victimized by the students. I'm supposed to be helping, blah, blah, blah. I let go of all that. I felt the voice of inside me, that divine voice just say, let go and let God do it. And I was like, yes. I felt like David and Goliath. And I was like, God, what is the stone you're going to give me to kind of slay Goliath in this case? And I felt like this image is in my heart. You know, the stone is my yes. heart beating. Stay true to it. So I went back to school. I got back and what could have been a nightmare. They were like, I got back to my classroom and, my, and the lady who shares the, the teacher who shares my class was like, oh, did you get a hold of the office? They said your student so-and-so left class. And in the past, I might have said, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble. I should have been here. But instead, I said, all right, I'll go handle it. I started walking well, up. Well, they need to know that Ed didn't leave a classroom full of students. Oh, no, he, no, no. I'm a, yeah, I'm he, uh, encouraging he, other teachers and sharing yes. my wisdom with other teachers to support students. Yes. So this was a student who left a class that he was in well with under, yeah, the, care, under the care of another yes, yeah, thank teacher. You. you know, I didn't abandon my post because I'm in the planning stages in a big way in terms of what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the year. So I actually have wiggle room. And this was a big part of my planning was going to that chapel and getting into an inspired state of mind. So this time I went back up to the the, the, the classroom. I had an inspired chat with the teacher. We came up with some great ideas of what she can do to support that student. It was so harmonious. Then I went back downstairs. Daryl wanted to get coffee. So I said, let me go through the office. 
I told them, look, I wasn't there when you got the call, when you called my class, but, you know, uh, my schedule isn't set yet. So, And they said, oh, no, we totally understand. And I told them what, that, oh, I don't worry. I met with the teacher. We got these positive things going. And then right then the principals yelled from her office, is that Ed? Are you working your magic on our campus? And I said, I am. Thank you. And she, and, and now, now this is a total difference from the nightmare you were in just an hour Well, earlier. I know because the principal was one of the main nightmare voices that didn't like me in my head when I was in that right. careful state. Now she's like, are you working your magic? And that was the other thing. I had to refrain from cursing that person i kept blessing her and then i went and got coffee with daryl and that's when this miracle happened. well this was all unexpected because we never planned to go to coffee at this time no. i was just bugging ed harassing him come on let's meet for coffee and he says where are you and i wasn't even at the starbucks yet that's right that's right and he had some things go on before he got there i had something so we both land at the starbucks at the exact right. same time right we sit down with our coffees and outside because you can sit indoors now with the AC. Right. I see a woman pass the windows and I go, she looked familiar. I go, Ed, is that the redhead who heard our talk at Unity? That's right. And that's Ed right. turns around and goes, yeah, I think that's her. And I thought she was going to keep walking, but no, she comes into Starbucks and I'm thinking, is it her? Right. All of a sudden she sees the two of us. She's walking. Well, right no, 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 us. she did not. She saw the guy sitting one table over who was her, her um, daughter's boyfriend. That's who she was coming to see. But from around over his shoulder, it we were waving, waving to her. And she's like, oh, my God. And she went on to tell us she couldn't believe she was seeing us at that moment. Right. Because she was just listening to our podcast. That's right. And she was had a big concern at the DMV, which is understandable. Right. And she was imagining all the things that could possibly go wrong. Yeah. And she was creating the nightmare like Ed was doing at his school in right. her head about the DMV. And she was going to need birth certificates and this and that. And what if they say no and this and that? Yeah. But she kept affirming what we said on our last show, thinking thankfully. Right. Which is imagine the happiest thought you can have in this situation right. not the worst and choose to commit to that thought yes and that is really what jesus says when he says pray believe that you already have received the thing you desire right. and you will have it right it does, you know so you don't want to believe in what you don't want right and she was so excited to say oh my goodness it all worked out so miraculously well that that's why i'm meeting my daughter and her boyfriend here it was kind of like a mini she little said she celebration never goes to that starbucks ever she had never been to that starbucks ever before in her life so she just listened to our podcast she just had this miracle she just applied the stuff and her <laughs> name's Navelle, by the way and she's friends with patty over at uni of the west side and now she walks in and sees us waving and smiling and that just kicked us up upstairs incredible stuff man. i love this stuff. something good is about to happen Coming up next, military-grade chaplain Donna Calloway keeps us keeping on with today's Daily Word, Unlimited. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. 
or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome to the second half of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed and... We guarantee something good's about to happen. I could not agree more. We have a quick reading from Around the Year with Emmett Fox, which we read every day. And this one came you had from it. the date of, it's called God Says Now. It's from August 21st. God says now. God's time for your demonstration is now. The time God wants you to be healed is now. The time God wants you to be in your true place is now. The Bible says that the day of salvation is now. God is ready for ready the moment you are. There's nothing to wait for except a changing of your own consciousness. People often make the mistake of saying, I know my demonstration will come at the right time, but the only time to be harmonious and satisfied is now. The time to be happy is now, and the place is here. Did not Jesus say the kingdom of heaven is at hand? And by this he meant close by. Do not keep yourself out of the kingdom by inventing postponements, but change your consciousness now, for it can, and all, it can all happen in a moment. That now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when than when we believed. Romans thirteen eleven. Did in other words, in other words, something good's about to happen. That's right. <laughs> That's wake actually, up, wake up! Something good's about to happen. That's what I have to tell myself all the time. Now you know the reason we like these reading from these books every morning is every year we'll put little, I put little notes in them. And in 2020, which was just last year, I made this note to myself for this day, and I wrote, I've made up my mind to agree with God. Today is the day of my solution, because salvation means solution. Did you know that? From Latin also. Now is the time. I snap out of the malaise of negative hypnosis now, and behold, all things are new. Amen. All right. So let's thank our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Uh, sharing the show. You can always reach out to us uh, at DarylNed.com. There's a contact form or go to the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Send us a message. You can mail us things. We love it. We got a big bag of uh, magazines and old spiritual things from uh, Kirk Chelson this week in our P.O. Box, which is Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Actually, the book we talked about, Easyosophy. And Sermons Gillis also came in our P.O. box. She That's sent us right. a huge crate of her books, which I got to get back so we can read more of those. So I got to sh- stop being stingy and share those with Daryl. Uh, let's thank our chief engineer, Jeff Comfort. That's right. Each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. All right. Shout out to the prayer line, AKA Silent Unity, 800 Now Pray, 800 669 7729. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. It's free at the App Store. You can type in your prayers if you'd like. Silent Unity has been around since the 1890s. It was the first phone line in, uh, Missouri, in Missouri, Missouri. Excuse me. And uh, it's not always easy on our, of our own um, sort of means or our own will, if you will, or our, to, to get into the flow where, like I told you today, I, ta- I called Daryl to help me get into the mindset that something good was about to happen. Well, we affirmed that together. Then I went to the nuns and I talked to Sister Yvonne and she helped me. So it's sometimes really helpful to call someone else who's affirming this truth when we're going through something that is 
more challenging yes. because right? it's easier for some for me to believe for you than it is for you to believe in you and sometimes it's easier for you to believe in me that's than right. it is for me to believe for me that's right and that's why we need each other yeah that's right and if you're standing in heaven and my mind's in hell at that moment i see you over there going come on come on over here it helps me find my way there so um Let's see. It's now time for the Daily Word. If you want to read it, go to dailyword.com or darylned.com. You can read and order it there. And read it. For, uh, it refreshes every day on our page and on their page. You can read it for absolutely no cost at all. Yeah. And we found someone that is, helps others to find their way. Daryl, you want to share how we yeah. found our guest? This is a miraculous story, folks, because I get an American Legion newsletter. Right. And I don't really read many emails. <laughs> I don't really read many I hear newsletters. You. I hear you. I don't want to sound like I don't like I throw this one out, but most of the time I just scan it and I'm right, like, ah, right. not for me. Right. So, but not this time because I started to just like zip down the uh, newsletter, and there was a message from Chaplain Donna. I had no idea who she was. Yeah, and I read this, and I it was so you know positive right and encouraging right and it wasn't um, so much so that you sent it to me and i agreed yes and then we said we we should see if she could come on the show right and you know daryl reached out to chaplain donna and i have to tell this funny story before we bring her on real quick because then we didn't i don't think we had the uh the most direct line at that point how you were getting in touch right with it went whatever, through uh, it, yeah because it went through an american legion post right so but yeah, daryl gets sometimes this is one of the things that sets Daryl's wheels turning. We all have these things. He's like, I haven't heard back yet. I haven't heard. And I said, I said, well, she's an older lady. We ha- uh, they, she might not even check her email. Well, wait, that, we thought she was an older lady because of the questions she asked. Oh, yeah, because she sent this email with some questions, right? And I, I just saw like a 78 to 82-year-old older minister Matured woman. chaplain woman. Yeah, yeah. And like, Daryl goes, I don't think I don't, she's like, that I don't old. I think she's that old. And then I look back at the newsletter and what I thought was just like one of those stock photos right. of someone at a podium right. you know, that they usually throw on things. I go, I think that's her. Yeah, then we found out we got a, sp- a spokesmodel coming on the show. So let's bring her on now. Uh, her name is Donna Calloway. I hope I'm saying that right. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh my God! Very good, Darryl. very good. I'm very happy you're here, and we're good. You are a veteran. Why don't you just let our listeners know what service you were in? Oh yeah, I was in the Marine Corps. Wow, we love the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> and we also did our homework. I hope right, you don't mind. Right, right. You do something. It's one of your uh, side things that benefits uh, veterans, and. When you think Marine and you think this, they don't really go together. But in your case, they go together seamlessly. And that is the pinup calendars. Can you just explain that? Because that's another one of your... She does so much good stuff for people. And this is one of them. Uh, Pinups for Vets is an amazing organization run by a woman named Gina Elise, who is not a veteran, but she's so excited and uh, willing to help veterans that she started this calendar to raise money for hospitals and for uh, for the VA hospitals and for the hospitalized veterans to go visit them and um, for deployed troops. So Gina has grown this organization in the past several years 
And um, now there's a whole group of us and a lot of us are veterans. And what we do is we uh, dress up in pinup attire, very classy pinup attire, and we go and make hospital visits or visits to veterans homes or um, go and, and um, be a part of things that are happening for veterans, like, um, you know, Veterans Day event or something. And all the proceeds, all the calendars, everything is to uplift veterans that are deployed to go in. It, the hospital visits are the best, honestly. We go in there and some of these veterans, especially the women, and they see these female veterans dressed up and pin up and it reminds them of maybe the time that they served. Yes. And right. what that era was like for, for mm. some of the veterans that are that old. But also just in general, it brings a smile to their faces and we get to connect with them and um, it's just a really great experience and a really great organization. Yeah, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. And I think that's what kind of lifts everyone's spirits as well. Oh, right. absolutely. And it's a right. great group of people. I mean, I've made some wonderful friends through it. And um, we, we all stay in touch. That's awesome. And then uh, one of the questions, uh, well, first of all, how can people uh, access the, the pinup work that you do? Is there a place they can go? Yes. Uh, let me just check here. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Because I know our fans are would love to reach yeah, out and help. I think it's pinupsforvets.com, but let me just, yeah. So it's uh, pinupsforvets.com mm-hmm. is Gina's website for Pinups for Vets. And, um, there, and there's also a Facebook page, same name, Pinups for Vets. All of that's on her website, though. So right we go on. There, I'll give you all the links. We love that. I was wondering too. One of the things that stuck out in your email was the way you said um, how you became the cha- how you became Chaplain Donna. So we were uh, we'd love to hear that story. How did this come about for you? <laughs> so it's it's an interesting story. So I've always been a woman of faith. I have always lived by that. Uh, I share verses. I share uplifting messages on my on my personal. Facebook and and website and things like that. And a lot of the people at the post, they they knew that at our American Legion post. A lot of the people knew me there. And when they needed a new chaplain, because the previous chaplain, uh, Chaplain Jimmy Weldon, who was a World War II veteran, he is in his late 90s. Wow. He could not always make it, but he is still the chaplain emeritus. He is just fantastic. I can't say enough about Jimmy Weldon. He actually helped liberate Buchenwald concentration camp. So just tons of stories. Amazing guy. Um, But he couldn't be there for all the meetings. So they were looking for a new chaplain and the leadership thought of me because they, they knew me, they knew what I shared, how I believed. And they kind of just asked me to do it. And I thought I was going to come and um, just fill in one day and, and, see what Jimmy did. And I ended up stepping in and they announced me as chaplain and I've been chaplain ever since. And that was in 2017. Wow. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Did you ever think that you would be a chaplain like this? Or is that ever something that you were thinking about? I was not thinking about that at the time. I, I've always lived by my faith, like I said. So being a a faith speaker or a faith, faith faith-based artist is always something I strive to do. And that I aim to do, uh, but I had not thought about being in any type of, you know, not not that this is ministry, but in a leadership position as the faith leader. I I had not thought about that, but when it happened, it was it was a perfect fit and a great time. And I've seen how being in that position has been able to help so many of the veterans in the community. So I'm very grateful. 
Now, we usually ask our listeners at this time, since they were listening to the first half of the show, but first, before I go any further, it's pretty apropos that the motto of your branch of the service, I mean, I was in the Coast Guard, so it's Semper Paratus, always prepared, whoop de doo But <laughs> Right. But don't worry, if you're drowning, you'll be happy to see me. But the thing is, in case, because, you know, we have a lot of civilians listening to our show, you may not know, folks, that the motto for the Marines, and I'm going to let the Marines say it, is? Always faithful. Right. There it is. Always faithful. So it is apropos that everything is fitting seamlessly with you. Right, right. That's true. So what did what were some of the things that may have popped up while we were talking in the first half of the show that you might want to expound on or have thoughts on? We'd love to hear that. Oh, my goodness. There's so many things. That first half was fantastic. Um, you know, the fact that God can do the impossible, that's, that's the main thing. I mean, no matter what it is you're going through, no matter what place you're in, no matter how impossible it looks, God can get you through it. And as I was thinking about that, there's so many stories in the in the Bible that tell us this. I mean, he parted the Red Sea. Right. He, there were armies that were confused and there was a victory. And the, the walls of Jericho fell down with singing, you know. Yes. There, there's so many things in the Bible that remind us of how he can do the impossible when right. there's it looks like there is no way. God has a way. And that's just something to always keep in mind. And you guys mentioned how he's unlimited and, and he really is. I mean, there, there's literally not anything he can't do. He is God. So right. It's amazing. And also you were talking about reflecting on and focusing on those good things rather than the fear. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us so many times, I, I don't have the exact number on hand, but I know it's a lot of times. Do not fear. Yes. Not right. Fear. And and it's usually followed up with something along the lines of I'm with you. Do yes. not fear. I've got this. Do not fear. I'm with you. So, I mean, there, there's so many variations of yes. that, that in the Bible, but God tells us that. So all we need to do is go to the word and we see that we can, you can go in a Google search and there's plenty of verses Right. If you want a specific verse, there's a whole list of them that say right. exactly that. Oh, my God. What's amazing is that I mentioned I was in the chapel earlier today at my favorite um, Pauline bookstore. There's the Daughters of St. Paul. And when I looked up, it really – it was the same message that you just mentioned. And it was like – you know, I've seen it before, but, you know, when you're in that moment and it like, bing, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And on the wall, it says, do not be afraid. I am with you. From here, I will enlighten. Live with a penitent heart, and that just means to change. Be willing to change my mind. To change yes. my heart is like the deepest thoughts I'm holding. Be willing to turn back, even if I've turned away from God. To turn back, to keep transforming my 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 mind. Be being renewed by the transformation of my mind. You know, yeah, and you, renew, being transformed by the renewing, renewing. of my mind. Uh, yes, me. and you know what? You just remind me of too. And this is true, and it goes along with all those verses. And I just because some people listening might be like I was for a long time, and when I would see a Bible verse, yes, only because of how that's the how like how it was presented to me was not the best. So I grew up with a wacky perspective. Right. So when I used to see Bible verses, I'd go, oh, no, you know. Yeah, right. I had like right, a bad right. reaction. But I want to let anyone know who's easing into this. 
you know, opening their minds to this and reconnecting with what is true. Right, right. You could just, you could think of Bible verses at first, if this helps. They're just positive quotes that are very, very old. And that seems to open the gateway for people who are a little scared of, you know, going past that. And another thing you were saying about um, the faith, Ed, what was it? It woke me up and now I can't think of it. Oh, my goodness. Right, just now? Yes, about the chapel. Oh, that we're willing to, like, wherever, that's why, like, the newsletter. Like, we're also open to wherever the, like, when you ask, as soon as you ask for help, and this goes along with all those verses, as soon as any one of us within ourselves wants the help, like you and that. Yes. Like, I want the help. Yes. As soon as we ask for help, the healing begins. That's right. That's right. That's how powerful God is. Right. You know, if I had if I had stayed on campus in the deep anxiety and fear I was feeling and not gone to the nuns, I wouldn't have found out later that literally that was the very best thing I could do. Yes. Because it got me back in tune with my mission, my purpose for being there, my inner calling for what I'm doing on that campus. I was able to do it. And then as soon as I opened up and stepped out boldly with that faith, then the principal like reflected that right back to me until you know it, it every it, it transformed. I wouldn't have believed. I was just putting my feet in front of the other to get there, but my rational mind would not have was not really believing that that was the best thing to do. But I can tell you, like yes. Eli, that's what I love. Uh, Donna saying that God can do anything because God has ways that my rational mind cannot know of. That's right. And once we're willing to believe at the possibility, it gets reflected back to yes, us. Exactly. In our circumstances. Oh, Donna, do you have the daily word? Can you read it? The one we sent you? Let me see if I have it. If it's not. Yeah, no problem. It was unlimited. With God, I am unlimited. Let me see. Man, the heat is unlimited right now. Someone turn off the air. <laughs> yeah. We're in a little podcast booth in a studio by Sony Studios, and it had the air conditioning dial is outside of the booth and sometimes people turn it off maybe while you two get this portion going okay see if i can get it on did you find it i did find it and i understand where you're at because i'm in a a bedroom of my house that does not have an ac so (laughs) similar (laughs) so can you uh read that for us sure It, it is with god i am unlimited some days limitations may seem to surround me maybe i have too much to do and not enough time to do it all other times it may seem like i don't have what I need to get started toward a goal. At times like these, I step back from the matters of the world and remember that there is no limitation in God. As a child of God, I too am limited. The divine ideas I claim in prayer align me with the truth of God, and my faith helps me realize that truly all things are possible. Accepting these truths makes me more receptive to possibilities. I hold positive creative thoughts that nurture my dreams. I behold the unlimited Christ essence in myself and in all people as I pray for peace, prosperity, comfort, and lives well lived. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Wow. You should read these to us every night before bed. Yeah, people think they're all dead sleep in one big bed. They think we live like Ernie and Bert on Sesame Street. We don't live in the same house. We have separate houses. We have different wives. <laughs> Oh, that was great, man. This changed, I got to tell you, we, we mentioned a morning routine and a prayer 
meditation, affirmation, uh, reading, inspired things. This morning, I've had so much stuff coming up around this new job because my 15th year in the district, I'm on a new campus doing a new position, and it's been so easy for me to just go, what's the use? It's our first time back in like the full school day, full swing since uh, COVID and all yes. of this. So there's just so much going on. But you know what changed it for me today was when I started blessing the minds of everyone else that I started going, they're going through the same fears, doubts, and worries that I'm feeling right now. And I started sending love to them. And then on my whole way to work, I just was sending inspiring texts because I could do it through voice on my car when I'm just you know driving along. I'd say, hey, Siri, text so-and-so. And I kept encouraging all the people I was thinking about. And you know what happened? The love, the God within me started flowing, and uh, like I remembered who I was. It felt amazing. You know what? That was what attracted me to you, Donna, because in your letter, you, would you mind if we share that on our Facebook page, that letter you wrote for, that was in the newsletter? If we share sure, that? absolutely. Okay, because I'm going to talk about it now, and people are going to go, what was in it? So, <laughs> <laughs> right. So what was in it, folks, was... She kept encouraging us to pray, you know, thoughts of peace and love and encouragement to, you know, not just our veterans that may be going through something right now, physically or emotionally, and civilians alike, and how other people might be getting very fearful under under the current circumstances that are going on. But you really kept reminding us to do what Ed just did that worked in his day today. And that's what I loved about what you wrote. Because when it's, it's almost like that, let, what it, let peace, how's it going? Let there, be peace, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Right, Meaning right. you gave me something proactive to yes, do yes. with my faith that would contribute to really what works in healing the situation, and also it's allowing God to work through me because I'm praying for others. Yes. So as I'm encouraging you, I start feeling courageous. Yes. As I start praying for others' peace, I start feeling at peace and loved and secure. Yes. Ah, oh, what a relief. <laughs> Chaplain Donna, you have anything else you want to share before we shove off? The other this time has moved really fast, and uh, we've got to wrap this show up in a few minutes here. But I just want to know if there's anything else you want to share with our listeners before we go. I just want to remind everybody that in, in Jesus, all things are possible. And um, a verse really came up um, for me, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So, you know, when you're in those places and you're not seeing the hope and yeah, you can go to the word, you can read those, those things about anything is possible. But if you're trying to find a place to start, that's a good place to start with that verse from Philippians 4, 8. Start thinking on those things yes. and then remember that God can do the impossible. That's right. Be expectant, like you said earlier. Expectant and hopeful. Uh, try to align your will with God's and know that His ways is not are not always ours. Right. So he knows better, and even the things that may not look good in the moment, like you were experiencing, uh, those things can turn around and be something we never could have even imagined. Amen. So just remember that and know God is good and He is always there and. 
he can do anything. Wow. What a great way to go. That, that's the <laughs> verse. That verse has been going through my head this whole show, so I'm glad you actually brought it out. So, I mean, I didn't know where it was from, but it was that the whole thing. Yes. So, uh, first of all, before you go, hang on. Don't Please don't hang up till the end of the show because uh, we're recording this, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. The audio. The so. audio. Okay, good. All right. Um, but we have a quick story about Donna, but although we can't claim that these are actually true. We don't. We find them on the internet. We're not sure they're true. Was this from TMZ? I think so. When Donna Calloway was just a little girl in Sunday school, her teacher asked the class to draw a picture of Jesus in the manger. Her teacher looked at all the drawings and said how good they were, but asked young Donna, where is the baby Jesus? Donna replied, that's the egg I've drawn in the manger. Her teacher was confused and asked, what egg? Donna smiled and said, the egg that Jesus came in. You told us that Mary laid him in the manger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's as bad oh, as it gets. We are known for the best. The, listen, if you get a really bad joke from us, it means that you're really special. That means Don't- we love you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vonnie Wayne from BC said that was a wonderful segment today, guys. You know, it is truly mysterious and miraculous how God works to provide answers. That's great. Thank you, Vonnie Wayne. Oh my gosh, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. You want to kick us off, guys? Yeah, sing along with me, fellas. All right, let's hear it. When you feel down and out, <laughs> sing a song. It'll make your day. <laughs> you know it's time to shout. Sing, sing a, a song. song. It'll make your day. Sometimes it's hard to care. <laughs> sing a song. It'll make your day. Visit DarylNet.com <laughs> to find easy links to everything we do. Chaplain Donna, we love you. <laughs> and thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Sing a song. Sing a, sing a, sing a, sing a, sing a song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 